Welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bizdera, Kid, Freya, and Flick. Last week, the party finally delved down the trap door they found and began exploring the tunnels beneath the city with Hush. Almost immediately, they caught sounds of a pursuit and couldn't resist checking it out. With Bizdira using her monk speed to scout ahead, it wasn't long before we found out who was chasing whom. It appears that Mirko, Flick's brother, is fleeing through the tunnels from four adventurer-looking individuals. A heavily armored grung, a spell-casting tortle, a really gross lizard folk, and a gadget-covered gnome. Things are happening very quickly, and combat has all of a sudden started. What is the primary goal of our adventures here? Will they manage to rescue, capture Mirko? And is that lizard folk going to drink her own juices oh, again? Let's find no. out. Hey, no. y'all. Absolutely no. not. Why? She's going to drink her own juices? <laughs> We're going to vomit on you and our computers. <laughs> and it's going to short circuit everything. And no. Like, does Flick need to make a constitution save? Like, I think I, as a person, just need from to that make description. a constitution save. <laughs> I will say, I think I told you guys this then, but I don't think we ever recorded it. Because I, we had to announce that I was pregnant. When I was pregnant, every time I almost threw up during the first trimester, I was like, it's a constitution save. Don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. This is a con save. Don't mess it up. <laughs> and how was your con? Uh, I did pretty well most of the time. It didn't like it, it didn't make me like I didn't feel better afterwards, but most of the time I was able to like not do it. Okay, but. well then you succeeded on your saves. Yeah. Success on a save doesn't mean whatever is occurring is pleasant. That's true. See, we're learning things every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is this is totally unrelated, but you made me think of it for God knows what reason. I can't um, wait. We my uh significant other played me some he was like, Are you okay with watching something really different and out there? And I was like, I sure have you guys heard of uh peyton's places no no it's on espn which your husband you would would love this um but it's peyton manning just kind of going through the history of football (laughs) and there's these 20 minute episodes like this is for our target i don't i don't know if we are your your gals to be honest i'm gonna go to the bathroom really fast i'll be back in you know this this is really funny this is where it comes to it so he was trying to do the the hardest pass with uh like a Hall of Fame football receiver. Football. No, yo, he was he was throwing from a freaking skyscraper into Bryant Park. That's sort of Every cool. single time he throws the ball, he says Omaha, and I never knew that this was a thing. And he just kept doing Omaha, 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 and I was like, Is this? Does what? he always do this? And he's like, Yeah, no, he's known for doing this. They call him Omaha for it. I'm like, I can't, I, I can't handle it. Every time Omaha, I'm like, What? I can't. By the end of the episode, I, I just wait, 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 wait. Every Hold single up. time. Peyton Manning throwing a football <laughs> off of a skyscraper yes. into Bryant Park saying yes. Omaha over yes. and over and over again? Over and over again. Until they managed to get the catch. What was the purpose of this shot? Like, why, why was this appearing on your screen? <laughs> back like, in back in the 1920s, they did that as like a publicity stunt for football. <laughs> And so he wanted to recreate it. Also, I like that the point in the story where she got us all was 
where she said Bryant Park, and we're like, oh, there's Broadway there. Okay. okay <laughs> <laughs> Just a couple blocks over, I think it's like the Court Theater, I think. <laughs> And it was just the constant, like you were saying, uh, oh. Constitution, Constitution Save. And I was like, Omaha, Omaha, Omaha. Omaha. That Omaha. just started going through Great. my brain. So the moral of this story is that from now on, in The Last Refuge, if I need a Constitution Save, I'm just going to say, hey, Omaha. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I'm not going to yeah, do that. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> not happening. Again, I think we, that the people that have stuck that with us maybe. for this long, like there's it's, it's a small group of people that also like football. <laughs> it's, it's not even about football. It's just the silliness of this guy just Omaha. saying Omaha every time he throws a freaking ball. Like I would get fucking sick of that if I had if I said it every single time. And he's had a long career as a quarterback. Well, like I don't just don't I feel like it probably becomes muscle memory. You know, like you know, tennis player, uh, yeah, uh, uh, golfer, and and Peyton Manning, Omaha. Omaha. This is terrible. Can we play D and D? Yeah, I'm ready. I had like no, no, so no, no, many no. side not stories, yet. and I'm not. Not yet. Uh, no, you chose no. out of all the sports, tennis and Shut golf. Up, I can't breathe Shut past that. Shut your one. dirty mouth. <laughs> okay, I let's mean, go. I, he's not wrong with the tennis. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, didn't. Tennis I, wanted, I realized after I realized after tennis that I wanted a three prong setup, but mm. I hadn't come up with a second one yet. Yeah. So, um, squash, which is well, basically uh, yeah, tennis by like, itself. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Kara- karate. Perhaps they yell. There you like, well. I don't know. They, they, there's like there's many things. I, I mean, I yell when I play badminton, but that's. Minton? Probably a me thing. When was the last time you played badminton? I was like it's 15, minton? so a long With time. An N? Yeah. <laughs> yeah badminton. Badminton? Y- yes. Not no. badminton? <laughs> no, not badminton. No. What is this? Not badminton. That's no. a- <laughs> Those guys, are just poorly wow. made mittens. <laughs> All, All right. Life. All my life, it's been badminton. No. Bad- badminton. Well, as, badminton? Well, as you and said, the little earlier, thing is called a shuttlecock. Uh, I mean, oh, yeah, excuse me. Minton. I'm sorry. No, we have to. We have to play oh, this game. Terrence we have to play cool this game. On that one. <laughs> I love Card's face. I'm just like, I don't know what's happening right now. I but don't either. Like, I've lost all. <laughs> I just watched. I, I don't know. I can't keep naming. <laughs> <laughs> just the wheels of like, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> did I already? Did I already do my? Uh, I, this was a year plus ago. I think I might have told you guys this in an intro that that. Uh, Ponies are not baby horses. What? <laughs> I didn't do this, especially because Lydia's been re-listening. Ponies are not baby horses. Yeah, my what was not because I didn't know that, Taryn. It was because you thought that ponies were baby horses. <laughs> <laughs> Did no one else? Wait, I'm, I'm with Taryn on this one, actually. <laughs> ponies are small horses. They're like grown-up small horses. It's like a... Yeah. It's like yeah, a small a horse. Dwarf like dwarf is a ponies, small right? horse, right? Uh, but I thought what? it's like it's like you say like like my daughter says like a bunny and a rabbit. Like I thought um, a pony. And- no, but uh, gelflings, right? Or no, that's gelflings. dark crystal. Gel- we have I to know. play D and D. I've been watching that. <laughs> is it gelflings is the is the term for a, a baby horse? No, I think a gelding is a male horse that's been castrated. Oh, <laughs> well, it was a right. baby horse, a horse is a foal. Foal. Thank you. We thank you have hard. to play D anD D right now, and that's where we leave okay. it. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to this say. episode of The Last Refuge. <laughs> okay, I'm ready to start. Yeah. Hit wild Great. shapes into a baby horse. <laughs> into a cue bell. music. Cue music. Cue music. Can, oh my god! Can so the music good. be the, the off to the races? 
I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like I should say this because I have not made it clear yet. Every time we do a silly cue music, it takes me like 45 extra minutes of editing. But worth right. it. Worth yeah, it. Yeah, is there a, what's the problem here? So, we are at the top of round two. Uh, we have Bizdira in an alcove. Uh, that is that is the entrance of which is being uh, guarded, I guess, stood in front of by this uh, turtle who has been held by Kit's magic, uh, and this lizard folk who did oh, the God. gross thing that mm-hmm. I'm not going to say nope. again. Mm-mm. Yeah, I just burped, so that's no. Uh huh. About ten feet beyond the alcove, further away from the four of you, or from the three of you, I suppose, is the gnome uh, with the cool leg braces that had grabbed Mirko and started to drag him away. About ten feet beyond him is the highly heavily armored Grung, and about ten feet beyond the Grung, having been bashed in the back of the head by said Grung, uh, is Mirko, who is, I'm sorry, twenty feet beyond the Grung, is Mirko, who is just deeply confused about what is happening, but basically just wants to get away from everyone. So, that's where we are. The turtle is up first, uh, and unfortunately the turtle is paralyzed, so the turtle is just going to try to save their way out of the spell, which is a wisdom saving throw. How is a 12? (laughs) I don't think a 12 does it. I can't imagine. All right, so the turtle's eye sort of twitches, but uh, they're unable to to break free of the paralysis, which then moves us over to the lizard folk. And, oh, let's see. Is she going to drink herself again? Oh, God. Does anyone else feel like they got whiplash? Because I feel like whiplash after, like, all the silliness, and now suddenly we're making wisdom saves. Like, it's just... (laughs) I'm I'm very confused today. I look, I needed I needed us to get away from horses. Is really all I'm saying here. Um, so you watch as this lizard folk takes uh, a dagger off of her belt, whatever her you know thing on her belt, uh, and she lances another oh. one of the boils on her, and instead of uh, this time, this sort of this green ooze begins to leak out and almost immediately you see the ooze flash like a bright neon almost green color and her eyes, the lizard folk's eyes sort of do the same thing and you watch as like this icker blood goo whatever it is uh, sort of coils up uh, and goes rocketing after Mirko uh, and attempts to wrap Mirko up in this gooey green slimy stuff. Does the gooey green slimy stuff look anything like the little plants that we encountered when we first arrived? The <laughs> Those vines that yeah. beat the crap mm-hmm. out of y'all? No, it looks... If anything, everything that the lizard folk in particular and the gnome have done look like it's been making use actually of some glorp variant. It looks much more like that. So, uh, Mirko needs to make a strength saving throw. That's a two on the die. Uh, so Mirko is wrapped up in this stuff and sort of uh, falls on 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 his face uh, as this 
this goo like wraps around him and then like solidifies. So instead of being glorp, it is now like green glowing crystal holding him in place. That is the lizard folk's turn. Oh, and then she sort of turns uh, and squares off and sort of blocks the tunnel uh, from the three of you. Uh, the tunnel is much wider than she is. She is just a lizard folk. Uh, so you could get around her, but she is definitely standing in the middle of it, making herself nice and, nice and big, playing a little Gandalf none shall pass type thing, which brings us to Kit. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh my god, I feel like Kit's first reaction, though, honestly, is like, ooh, I gotta get a sample of that. (laughs) Like, there's like, there's no way that it's not running through her head. Totally. But also, I don't want to touch it, so that's a problem. Um, okay. Yeah, so let's try this. Um, so... Oh, boy. I don't know exactly what the order of operations is, but I'm going to do it because I wrote this down two weeks ago and I want it to happen. So Kit (laughs) throws her arms down to her side and uh, her her siblings have never seen her do this before, but she starts to lift into the air slightly (gasps) and slowly the air around her starts spinning and spinning and... In no time at all, you see not Kit in front of you, but an air elemental. Uh, and Kit has wild shaped into said air elemental. Very Dope. cool. Uh, I've been waiting for a while to use this one. <laughs> That's Dope. awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> okay. And let's see. I would like <laughs> to... There was a different thought at first, but now I feel like I just have to deal with this lizard folk lady. And I'm going to uh, fly up next to her, and I would like to utilize uh, my whirlwind. <gasps> yeah. So she Got it. So if I make... want you all to target a particular NPC or enemy, all I have to do is make them really gross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I believe it's a strength save. Yeah. yeah. Um, why do I know that uh, air elemental ability off the top of my head? Wish I could tell you. Uh, okay, a strength saving throw from this lizard folk. Uh-oh, that's a 10. That's a fail. Yeah, I imagine that and it is. It was not a very high DC, so... <laughs> All right, let's roll some damage. Three. Oh, nice. Okay, that is... Uh, 19 points of bludgeoning damage and the target is flung up 20 feet away from me in a random direction and knocked prone. Random Um, direction. Okay, so roll me a d8. One is going to be directly in front of you, which would be in the direction of Mirko, and then it goes clockwise from there in sort of a grid pattern. Great. Um, It also indicates that if they strike an object such as a wall or floor, it takes an additional, uh, some more bludgeoning damage, so. Yeah. Uh, All right, I rolled a two. Okay, so that's going to be towards Mirko. She is going to slam into the wall, uh, but since she's sort of going at a diagonal with a two, we'll say she does 10 feet and then slams into the wall rather than the full 20. So that's another D6? Yes. All right, do it. Uh, That's an extra two damage. Hey, what do we say? It's more than than nothing. nothing. (laughs) She just said, what do we say? And I was like, please. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we're working Uh on. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Yep, that sounds about right. I love it. Uh, Really good. Okay, anything else? Kit, as you, uh, yeah. Yeah, I would just like to use my movement to go up, uh, fly up next to Mirko so that uh, 
no oh, one wow, can yes. steal him away. Yes, and as I recall, your uh, fly speed as an air elemental is like very fast, like 100 maybe? Oh, it's 90, which is originally 90, why I yeah. wanted to do this in case he was yeah. running real fast. Yeah, so do you want me. to, uh, what side of Marco would you like to be on? Do you want to go past him and get sort of in front of him? Do you want to be right behind him on his side? Um. Yeah, I think I want to go slightly past him. Um, okay. Not too far, but yeah, slightly behind him so he doesn't want to run past me. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, so this whirlwind that is Kit uh, flings, just seemingly effortlessly, flings this lizard folk ten feet down the tunnel. Uh, she strikes the wall uh, pretty pretty close to where the gnome is, actually. Uh, and, then, and then this whirlwind just rockets down, sort of buffeting everyone else in the tunnel until she is beyond Mirko. Fantastic Vizdira. You are in the alcove. You just, I think from where you are, because you're pretty far back in the alcove because you were trying to hide back there. Uh, so, so you just see the lizard folk lady go flying back. And then a few seconds later, this like tornado whirlwind thing go streaking past uh, and down the uh, down the hallway. What are you doing? Is anything about the air elemental recognizable as Kit? Oh, I do sort of feel like all of Kit's wild shapes have something about them, but I don't know what it is. Is that true, Kit? I think probably. Either it's like, you know, for the animals, it's probably mostly eyes, unless it's like red fur. I feel like for the air elemental, oh, there's sure. probably like some sort of big hair in the, like, in the shape <laughs> of the air, something like that. Yeah, some clouds and debris that amass in yeah. just that shape. I love it. I feel, and because my intelligence is so low and because I've never seen her do this before, I feel like I need to make like an intelligence saving throw. Why don't you make uh, let's, yeah we'll call it an intelligence check. I will say that I'll give you advantage on it just because Kit has I mean, you have been traveling with Kit long right. enough that you know her wild shapes have things. So I feel like if you manage to see, to notice that hair, air hair <laughs> That's an 18, so I realize it's her. Okay, yeah, so you realize it's her. Okay. Uh, very cool new power that your friend has. So she'll just kind of be like, huh, cool. Um, sh- and the turtle in front of her is paralyzed still, right? Yes, okay. still paralyzed, correct. So she's gonna, not going to see that as a threat, so she's going to run out of the alcove. Uh-huh. And run up to the grung. Yeah. Uh, so you will the. Uh, I'll say that the lizard folk is a little dazed, so right. she doesn't. She doesn't try and get you. Now you will be running past the gnome, who is sort of dealing with the lizard folk. You don't know if they're going to pay enough attention to attack you. Right. Uh, would you like to deal with that, or you just want to run by? No, I just. The more you kept saying well armored, the more I want to fight that one. <laughs> yep, I feel that. Okay, uh, so the uh, you can run by, and actually the the gnome is way too busy trying to get this lizard folk back on her feet. So so no no swipe at you as you run by, uh, and you get to the grung, and and what do you do? And I stab stab punch. Woohoo! We love a stab stab punch. Mm-hmm. And I didn't roll anything above a ten, so. Hey Kit, I think uh, yeah. I think we have a new dice maven. Is it Carl? Are you jealous? <laughs> uh, no, I'm happy so. to pass this mantle on. <laughs> um, the highest is a 17 with oh, a knife that's very with good. a dagger. But, uh, 
but but no, um, that does not that does not in fact get through this this little tiny turtles. Uh, sorry, little tiny frogs. Uh, quite quite uh, quite capable armor. Anything else, Bizdira? Uh, I assume that was like three punch punch or stab stab, stab punch. Stab, so punch no yeah. key point on that one, right? No, I'm gonna save my key points, especially if I'm rolling okay. that. You d- I mean, look, you stunned somebody recently. I, so like, I, I, I know, but that's a save. It. That's different. You also have to hit to stun. Exactly. (laughs) All right, Bria, that brings us up to you. You see Bizdir go rocketing down in the direction of Mirko and the Whirlwind, which is a band name. uh, Nice. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) I'm feeling very, I don't even know what the word for this is. It's not jealousy. I'm like overwhelmed by how cool Kit is. Um... And I'm, like, going through the Rolodex of all of my spells and being, like, can I do something cool? I also am feeling overwhelmed by, like, should I hurt people? Should I not hurt people yeah. here? What's happening? So it's all very confusing. I'm going to go ahead and cast Tasha's Hideous Laughter. Oh, shit. Nice. And I I think I'm going to cast it. She did that. I think I'm going to cast it at the little grong that, because I saw that Bizdera was, like, not able to do anything there. So I think I'm going to cast it there. Great. Absolutely. Tasha's is a wisdom saving throw, I believe. Correct. All right. Wis- oh, not not this fighter grung's strength, yes. I have to tell you. Um, so that's a that's an eight. Yes, <laughs> it was a DC 13. I thought this was impossible, Hooray. which is why I never nope. use this spell. Got an eight. <laughs> Can you tell us what happens? Uh, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> you, what is it? Will you tell me what it looks like? Because we've never seen you cast the spell. So what does it look like when you cast the spell? Um, I think um, a little feather comes out. Yes. And kind of a very Forest Gump, very like, flies through the air and looks so peaceful, and it kind of distracts them, and then just starts this. tickling them. I love that. So it, uh, so as you you sort of blow this feather, and it lazily makes its way over, and then just attacks uh, the Grung's tickles. little armpits uh, with tickles. <laughs> and uh, the Grung, who is a who is a uh, the same, it's the same thing that Hush is, right? Same species that Hush is, and so a very similar sort of like gravelly, croaky voice starts going and he just falls over you hear all of this clanking as this grung is on the floor writhing the din you can barely hear the laughter over his armor just clanking on the ground stop doing it stop doing it it's amazing this is why I asked you to explain it Oh, I'm going to be hearing that for the rest of the week. Yeah. Okay. So that grung is that grung is down for the count. I believe it makes it continues to make saves at the end of each of its turns. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. All right. Great. And it's yeah. It's incapacitated. It is prone. It ain't doing shit until it stops laughing. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> okay. So. Um, <laughs> Anything else on your turn, Bria? Um, I think I'm just going to get myself a little bit closer in case I'm needed. Gracious. Uh, yeah, sure. So you can go, like, you can get about 10 feet. Uh, oh, actually, you can go, yeah, you can go 10 feet to the turtle who is paralyzed, and another 10 feet will take you to where the gnome and the lizard folk are. I'll stay at the turtle for now. Got it. All right. Sounds like a plan. So <laughs> Grung is laughing, and Bizdira is there punching at 
nothing. I guess, oh, maybe that's what the problem was, is that the grung fell over laughing and Bazir was still punching where his head Yes, love it. <laughs> like uh, trying to stab it and the right, exactly. feather right got in my way. Them, exactly. Right behind them is uh, Kit, Whirlwind, and Mirko. Uh, and then behind them are the gnome and the lizard folk, followed by Bria and the turtle, followed by <laughs> Flick. Uh, and next up, oh, uh, and Hush is also back there, uh, sort of with, with you, Bria, and Flick. Uh, so Hush is, you know what Hush is going to do? Hush is going to pull out some rope. <laughs> drink, drink. And uh, is going to head over to the turtle, actually, and just start tying the turtle's, uh, like he ties the turtle's thumbs and wrists together while the turtle is paralyzed, uh, just in case. So that will be Hush's turn, which takes us down to Flick. Y'all, this has been thoroughly entertaining. Wow. I love being at the end of the initiative <laughs> uh, list. Uh, Flick is going to kind of take, first of all, Mini applause for Kit because she looks super badass right now. Um, Bardic inspiration to you. Um, Ooh, thank you. And it sounds a little something like. Yes. That's what it'll be. And then I'm going to travel on my broom all the way at 50 feet to kind of be near her and Mirko. And I think I'm going to take two attacks at the pustuous. Uh, Tortle over there. No, not Tortle. Who? Lizard folk. Lizard folk, that's it. Okay, yep, you got it. Uh, Now, you are on a broom and she is prone, uh, so that's disadvantage. She is prone? Oh. Mm -hmm. She fell down after she smacked the wall. That's fine. Okay. Oh, that's not bad. That's an 18 to hit. Uh, Yeah, that one hits. And then the second one will be a 15 to hit. 15 doesn't hit. She sort of rolls out of the way as she's trying to stand up. The first one hit. That was with your longbow. That's correct. And the damage is five. Five. Nice shot. She's looking pretty rough, I have to say. Okay. (laughs) She's not looking great. Uh, Great. That was Flick. The gnome is up next, and the gnome is going to... Yeah, is going to uh, rush over to this uh, to this ar- d- uh, lizard folk uh, and is gonna grab a a vial uh, out from like this bandolier that he's got uh, and he's gonna uh, yank the cork out and just toss it on top of this lizard folk woman and you watch as like this ooze that again looks very similar to everything else we've seen sort of hits her and begins scuttling like almost like it's like I don't know in my head I'm like imagining like a wave of like nanobots right Mm -hmm. like this this liquid that isn't really liquid that just scuttles all over her and goes for some of her injuries uh, and you see some of her injuries uh, begin to close and heal I'm gonna shout to Kit we gotta get some of this stuff. I literally uh, wrote in my notes. We gotta get it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so, oh, that was just a bonus action. Uh, so, in that, that was case, a bonus what, action. Peek behind the curtain and cast healing word, just as an artificer. So, it was a reagent and not a word. So, once uh, once that reagent has started to heal the lizard folk woman, uh, the the 
gnome actually uh, gets up and sort of rushes ahead a little bit down towards the grung and Mirko. And once he is even sort of with the grung or right behind the grung, he pulls out uh, one of the hoses on his gadgets, holds it out in front of him, and oil just begins to spray out of this hose and cover the floor in front of in front of him, right uh, just beyond where the grung is, but right underneath where Flick and Bizdira and Mirko, and I guess technically Kit, although Kit is flying, so not really, uh, are standing. Well, Flick is, oh, Flick is also flying. Yeah. So really, it's just it's mostly Bizdira and Mirko oh, that are about God. to be affected by oh, this. Great. Uh, that brings us to... Mirko, who now needs to make a dexterity saving... Wait a minute, no. Mirko is wrapped up in the green crystal stuff from the lizard folk. Oh, So he just, can't do anything. Just, he can't take reactions. He can't. He has no actions. They use he has him nothing. As like a he just boat. has to lay they like there. They just push him against it to each other. They're playing air <laughs> hockey with him. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, he is... Uh, speed reduces ear and can't use reactions is all it is. So he can still use... Uh, an action, because he's not actually restrained, it looks like. His speed is just zero. Uh, so he, <laughs> he's gonna... Oh, he can't even get up, though. He can't get up because his speed's zero. It takes half your move to get up. So he just sort of writhes on the ground. He does, though... Uh, he does... Oh, you know what he does? Tell it. No. <laughs> he pats around on himself, and, and like he's frantically looking for something. Uh, looking for this? <laughs> looking for this? Um, Whoops. Uh-huh. Uh, and and he reaches for his belt and sort of. For, do you hold up? His, do you do you, do you do that? Because that is exactly what he's looking for. Yeah, I don't. Who has it? Do I have it? No, Flick has it. So it would have to be Flick oh. who does it. Oh, um, I don't. Do I see him do this? I I don't. I don't I mean, think I notice. Do you have? A, you're paying attention to him? No, you were looking. At the, okay, well, whatever. He's looking for his. I'm so glad we had this moment. He's looking for his component <laughs> patch. No, he can't find it. He thinks for just a minute, and then he rips the belt off of his like this little like leather it's my belt is generous he looks like he's dressed in rags and whatever but he like rips the belt off of uh the pants that he's wearing um wraps it around his arm and murmurs some words uh and all of a sudden you just see he like begins to now i'm gonna say this it is not like the glorp he begins to shine and glisten almost as if he's like greased himself up or something and those crystal cords just slide off of him nice uh, and he managed to cast freedom of movement which is a spell that he knows and i looked it up and the component for it is a leather strap bound around the arm or similar appendage uh so he was able to improvise his component here uh, since he didn't have it, but but yeah, you know that he's hurting for spells without that pouch. Uh, but he does that, uh, which means that he's no longer uh, speed of zero, so he tries to get up, and now he needs to make a dexterity saving throw <laughs> to see if he could actually get up. And he slips and slides, and his feet go out from under him, and then he falls on his butt again. Uh, and that is Mirko's turn. Unfortunate, well, fortunately, unfortunately, I guess it depends on your point of view. So it is the Grung's turn. The Grung is desperately laughing on the ground, and all it can do is make a wisdom saving throw to try and stop <laughs> there it is. It's like the little the little laughter box from Batman when the Joker gets thrown off the tower. Yeah. Oh my god, it's a 10. <laughs> yes. Hey everybody, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master DM Jazzy Hands here with a few mid-show announcements. 
First of all, we stand with Black Lives Matter and our Black siblings fighting for justice. There is so much more left to do all over the world, and we're the ones to do it. Second of all, if you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be cromulent if you could pop on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcasts from and leave us a rating and a review. We'll always read five-star reviews on air as soon as we're able, and the more of them we get, the more visible the show becomes and the more people we get to listen. As you know, we've also been asking listeners to just spread word of mouth about the show. We'd appreciate that as well, because the reality is, you know, three and a half years in, those algorithms on iTunes are only going to do so much for us, but... But whether you choose reviewing, spreading by word of mouth, or both, we appreciate you. We also want to remind everyone that we have our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge to get access to all kinds of cool patron perks, like early access to certain episodes, character sheets for the PCs, and much more. And if all of that isn't enough for you, by supporting our Patreon, you will also be supporting multiple other content creators across the Patreon sphere via our Patreon at Forward program. More information on that program and a list of the creators that we are supporting are available on our Patreon page. But right now, I want to take a minute to recognize some of our awesome patrons and thank them for their support. Thank you to our Heralds of Denier, Shimmy Gangot, Tanya, and Sir Mox the Magnificent, to our honorary party member, Matthew Allen, and to our Shimmer Scale tribe leaders, Eugenio, Eliahu of Mark Grove, Lisa Diane Ricardo Etheridge, Misty, Aaron Stevens, and James Ann Lovely. If you want to get shoutouts on the show and much, much more, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron today. Here is your weekly reminder to be sure to check our episode notes for those Electrum chest codes for idle champions of the Forgotten Realms. These exclusive Electrum chests are available only through promo codes like ours, and our code does expire every week at midnight on Tuesday at night, so be sure to collect them and redeem them before the week is out. You can get more information about the game by going to codenameentertainment.com or by following the game on Twitter at at idlechampions. If you ever get adventures, character options, new monsters, or really anything at all from the DMs Guild or from any of the drive through family of websites, be sure to use our affiliate links that you can find on our website or in our episode notes when you shop at those sites so that TLR gets a portion of your purchase. It's like Amazon Smile, but make it D&D. We also want to thank D&D Beyond for their support of our podcast and for being generally amazing in every way possible. If you aren't already a D&D Beyond fan and user, go check out their services at dndbeyond.com. You won't regret it. We want to thank BattleBards, Scott Buckley, and Kevin McLeod for the music you hear on our show. You can find their collections at BattleBards.com, ScottBuckley.com.au, and in CompTech.FilmMusic.io, respectively. As always, you can, of course, also check the episode notes if you want specific track names, artist names, and links to those tracks. We are now 10 days into March, which means you have so far had 10 days to order some of our brand new merch from our merch store. If you haven't checked it out yet, go on over to bit.ly slash TLR merch store to check out all of the awesome things that we have available for you. We do still have all of the original stuff like t-shirts, hoodies, drink koozies, and more, but we've added four new products this month, including a couple of puzzles, a water bottle, and a coffee mug. Okay, I think that's all the announcements that we have for you this week. Thanks so much for listening, and as always, stay safe, stay healthy, wear a mask over your nose and your mouth, and happy gaming, y'all. Okay, uh, so that is the Grung's turn, which brings us back to the top of the round. It is the Tortle's turn, so it's the Tortle's turn to try to make a wisdom saving throw to break out of uh, the hold person spell. (laughs) Mother of God, it's a (laughs) ten. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha! Wow. (laughs) 
That is the magic number. That brings today. us to yeah, the lizard folk. Literally the magic now you number. you watch as uh, the lizard folk uh, who has already started to be healed by the um, the gnome's reagent. You see some of the some of the goo that's dribbling from that lanced bubble, let's just call it, is still sort of dribbling out and now is doing sort of the same thing and also is healing her, but but only little by little. Uh, but it does appear that, that whatever is inside of her is also healing her from within. So she is... <laughs> she's a whole mess, is really the truth of it. Um, yeah, we got that part. She's nasty. <laughs> well, that, that too... Uh, so she is going to... Oh, she can do this twice. Great. So she... <laughs> Can I blame Robert for this combat? Or is it you? <laughs> Which one of you? No, you can... Well, you can blame Robert for the concept of the combat. Uh, me for the actual individual stats. You know what she's going to do, actually? Because things are going very poorly for her and her friends. So she's just going to pull out her crossbow and shoot it flick up in the sky. <laughs> it's because I said that, isn't it? It's because I said the thing about Robert. Not, no, it's not. <laughs> Robert was like, not make entirely. him pay. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, you have a headset. Robert's headset. Okay, yeah, that hits. <laughs> He's listening in the whole time to all these episodes. Yeah, right? Oh, my God, can you imagine? Uh, so <laughs> no. that is a 25 to hit for seven piercing damage flick. Okay, okay. You're not concentrating on a spell at the moment, are you? No. All right. So unfortunately, that I think is it. I think that is uh, it for the lizard folk, which brings us up to Kit. Bizdeer is on deck. Okay, so my first question is, as I look at this oil that the gnome has spilt on the floor, um, can I see, is this real oil? Is this glorp? Like, I figure if it's glorp at this point, I've spent a lot of time with glorp. Um, so actually, this is great. Make me an intelligence investigation check. This won't be your action. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, it's only a seven. Do I add my bardic inspiration to this? We're in the middle of combat. I probably shouldn't. Up to you. It's <laughs> a D8. Yeah. yeah. Mm, I'm going to do what I want to know if it's the glorp. Okay. Sure. Ugh. Ah. I don't think I can pass my title on to Lydia yet, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, no. What did you end up with? A nine. Um, it looks, this looks like real oil or grease or whatever. Okay, that's good, I guess. Hopefully that is true, and it's not just because of my bad roll. <laughs> Alrighty. So I, so the closest bad guy, for lack of a better word to me, is... The, is it the gnome? The closest one to you is the grung, actually. Oh, the grung. Well, he seems fine, though. He's he's busy. <laughs> so the the, clo- the closest not incapacitated in some way uh, would be the gnome and the lizard folk. They're about equidistant from you. All right. Well, my whirlwind recharged, so I'm gonna go after. Uh, oh yeah, I'm gonna go did. after the gnome with that whirlwind. Now, wait a please. minute. Hmm. Can we celebrate your good roll there? Because you had to roll a five or a six on a d6, and you did that. That's true. That's true. Um, <laughs> small victories. I'll take them where I can get them. That's right. That's right. Celebrate when you can, you know? Uh, yeah. Okay. And you're going after, I'm sorry, which one? Uh, the gnome, because he keeps doing yeah. terrible things. <laughs> sure. Strength save, yes? Yes. Well, it's better than the turtles and Mercos, which isn't saying much. It's a nine. All right. That uh, that does not save. I'm loving your saves today. Yeah, they're garbage. Let's see. That's 11 points of bludgeoning damage. And Ooh. let's see what 
direction he flies in. I rolled a six. (laughs) (laughs) A six uh, sends him, yeah, sends him directly back towards towards, um, everyone else. Uh, No, not true. Just towards Bria and the turtle. So Bria, need you to make me a dexterity saving throw, please. Sorry. But you're good at dex. It's okay. Yeah, it's going to be fine. Oh, a 17. All right, so you're able to step out of the way as the gnome goes flying towards you. You step out of the way, the turtle is paralyzed. You just see the slightest, (laughs) almost imperceptible widening of the turtle's eyes as the gnome crashes into him, doing both of them a d6 of bludgeoning damage. All righty. All righty, that is five points of bludgeoning damage each. Look, d6s are what you need to be rolling. Apparently. Apparently. Time to be a rogue. Um, great. In fact, I think both the grung and the turtle end up prone, damaged, tangled up. It's <laughs> not great. Nice. Also, I did not realize that the turtle had already taken damage and is a wizard and thus has not a ton of hit points. Um, <laughs> so, anything else, Kit? No, I don't think so. Just hanging out. That brings us to Bizdira with Bria on deck. Okay. I'm in the oil, though, right? So I have to... You are in the oil. Oh, that's right. You're in the oil. So, <laughs> so make me a dexterity saving throw if you want to move. If you don't want to move, well, you don't have to have to. So the grung is on the floor. The lizard foot. Everything mm-hmm. is prone right now, right? Mm-hmm. They're all prone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yes, even Mirko, because Mirko tried to stand up and then fell down. So right. yes, so everything is prone. I think she's going to try to go get Mirko again. Okay, great. Yeah, that feels. It, that does ultimately feel like kind of maybe the goal. Yeah. Here. How'd we do? You didn't. (laughs) Okay. Fuck. Okay, so what I think... (laughs) What I think happens is that Bizdira, uh, at this... You know, as Kit is flying back, trying to disable your enemies, um... (laughs) <laughs> Bizdira decides to go grab and, and restrain, or maybe kill, who's to say, Mirko. Uh, but a, a loose bit of debris from Kit's whirlwind just comes flying back, takes Bizdira's feet out from under her. Bizdira lands on her ass and slides, knocks into Mirko, and then Mirko goes <laughs> sliding a little yeah. further down the tunnel as oh well. Oh my god! Uh, so it's this, it, you basically played croquet where uh, Bizdira was the Another ball. Sport. and sports ball. <laughs> it's like bowling with Zagara again. Yeah, what is this episode? <laughs> so Mirko, so Bizdira it's knocks into Mirko, uh, sort of stops there. Mirko goes gliding another 10 feet or so down the tunnel um, until he reaches the end oh of the oil split. And a lot of really Amazing. obscure sports too, not like mainstream. Yeah. I mean, we did talk about football, but it's been a lot of obscure ones. Let's be real. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, Bizdira, that was technically just your movement that you failed to accomplish. Yeah. So you can still take an action and a bonus action if you would like. <sighs> she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to hurt Marco. Okay, so she's gonna try to uh, radiant sunbolt the grung that's laughing. No, don't hit him. He'll stop laughing. Okay, then the lizard folk. Good job. Okay, great. You, you uh, hear? I see her hand light up, and I'm like, don't do that. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> Would this be disadvantage since they're prone, or since we're both prone? Well, you prone? are two. Yeah. Oh my god! But yeah, it's, I think it's dis- it's it's actually double disadvantage because. But yes, it's disadvantage. Okay. There's no such thing as double disadvantage. Uh, well, Dira is just struggling. Eleven. Today. No. And one was a crit. The other was another <laughs> like twelve. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, okay, so so. Um, 
ass over tea kettle Bizdira is just wildly firing off uh, radiant sunbolts, which brings us to Bria is on is up hush and flick uh, are on deck. <laughs> Um, this is all very overwhelming. I, I no, I'm loving this combat so this much. Our, I keep thinking I know what I'm going to do, and then I'm like, okay, well, I can't do that anymore because <laughs> things change. <laughs> this combat is like whenever we get to a new island, like we have no idea what we're doing. We're just kind of making decisions. I still don't yeah. really know what our goal is here. Um, nope. So uh, I think I'm going to, I mean, everyone is prone right now. Um, <laughs> including this year. <laughs> yeah. So I am, I'm, I feel like I don't really want to kill anybody here, um, but I do need to like get them to stop. I want everyone to go to sleep so we can just have a conversation with Mirko. So I'm going <laughs> to um, use my dagger to attack the... Which dagger? Turtle. You have your... The magic dagger. Yes. I'm going to use my dagger, um, which is a. Um, it's actually really great. It's this beetle hilt um, dagger, um, and it's got this really well, interesting. Well, if it's beetle hilt, then it. Biz definitely made it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> she just takes all of my weapons. Okay, and away. you're going after. <laughs> and you're going after who with this dagger? Uh, the the turtle is the one spreading oil and stuff with the contraptions. No, the gnome was the okay, one spreading he, oil. The I, turtle's the one that's still paralyzed yes, right yes. next to you. Um, the gnome is, <laughs> he's overwhelming to me. Um, and because he's prone, I can still get my sneak if I hit him, right? And it's advantage to hit him? Uh, if it's a melee attack, then yes, it is advantage, which means yes, you get your sneak. Okay, so I'm going to go for that, and I'm going to see what we can do yeah. here. That would be a... 20 to hit. <laughs> That'll do. Okay. So it's 28 damage, but I will pull... Holy shit! I know. I rolled very well. I will pull if I need to. Like, I just want to knock. You don't, but it's okay. close. You almost did. Okay. All right. You just bludgeon the shit out of this gr- this um, gnome with the hilt of your dagger. It is the... Everyone, everyone in the tunnel here is like a crack. Um, like a thwack as you, as you bash this... Uh, this gnome still conscious, but obviously dazed and, and not hanging in well. Anything else, Bria? And then I don't know if anyone's gonna hear or listen to this, but I'm gonna be like, please stop the fighting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I'm oh, gonna do. Oh my gods, Bria! Since you're right there, give me a wisdom insight check, please. Okay. Oh, uh, insight is I <laughs> nineteen. Oh, okay. Um, you see, because Hush is next. You see Hush like scanning the the. I hesitate to say battlefield, uh, but the area trying to figure out, and he looks. <laughs> As you cry out, please stop the fighting. You just see Hush kind of like sigh as if like they're just like, what is, what is, this is not, what is all this? What has happened? <laughs> That's how we uh, feel. Same Hush, and same. Turn, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, and so they turn around and they look at the, they look at the gnome on the ground and like can see the big goose egg forming and like the gnome's eyes are a little cross-eyed, like clearly not. And so the, the Hush just goes, okay, and just walks up behind him and he'll roll for it. But he's gonna also bean him on the back of the head. He saw what you did. Uh, they saw what you did, Bizir, uh, Bria. So uh, they're also going to pull. Uh, that will hit, and uh, you know, so knocked out. The the gnome is knocked out uh, and unconscious on the ground. So hey, that's I guess one one down. I don't know if we're 
if down is the goal, but one down. I mean, down, if down's the goal, uh, then we've already succeeded because. Well, that's true. That's an excellent point. Flick, we are up to you as Hush just sort of shrugs and looks around. Oh, God. I'm exhausted. Um, let's go ahead. I have a question. If I were mm-hmm. to use my whip of all things that I have on my person to try and lasso this thing like bullwhip style around Mirko's ankle or wrist and like try and drag him down the hallway. Called shot, huh? I'm going to say that you will roll an attack with the whip. Okay. And, and, but if you want to like wrap it around and, and get Mirko with it, uh, I'm going to increase his ar- the armor class a bit for that. So if you you know if you roll over his normal armor class, but under the the higher value, then you'll just hit him with the whip. And if it's higher than the the increased value, then you'll be able to get him. Does that make sense? That does make sense. Okay, I'm ready for that. Great. The words they are leaving me today, you all. So <laughs> that is a 17. It is actually just enough. Uh, I added five uh, yes. to to his to his uh, AC, and that is just enough. Wow. So you do manage to oh. Yes. So you do manage to um, grab him by the... Uh, we're going to say the ankle, because I'm going to uh, like fly over... How far am I away? 20 feet now? Something like that. You are... Well, <laughs> you were 30 feet, but then Bizdira shoved him down the, the hallway a little bit longer. So you're about 40 feet, which you can still, I think... Okay, so I'll drag him 10 feet. <laughs> um, okay, great. And then uh, for a bonus action, I'd like to give my final um, bardic inspiration to... Bria. Thank you. Great. And you are dragging him further down the tunnel? Yeah, away from, yeah, away from everyone, everyone else. else. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> so I think that's part of the reason that you were able to do it is like uh is like Mirko just at first just feels the 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 whip and then getting yanked in the direction that he wants to go and he's like, "Uh-huh. G- great. Uh-huh." And then gets yanked 10 feet, feels the yanking stop, thinks for a minute looks at the lasso, follows the lasso up, sees you, maybe for the first time actually sees you, Flick, and just stands there staring at you, dumbfounded. And that's where we're going to leave it for this week. (laughs) Nice. It has been a minute since we've had a combat span three episodes, but I feel like this was so madcap ridiculous that hopefully our listeners will forgive us because I enjoyed the hell out of the rest of you. Anyway, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out exactly how Marco responds to seeing his brother for the first time in several years. How very exciting family reunion. (laughs) The Perler family reunion. (laughs) (laughs) you can reach out to the tlr team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on twitter and instagram at at dnd last refuge that's at d the letter n d last refuge if you've got more than 280 characters to say to us you can always email us at dnd last refuge at gmail.com if you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D, you can go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupf, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I am your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me, I have... Mr. Kid, Bria. And Flick. <laughs> <laughs> Happy gaming, y'all. Fucking monsters. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> 
happy gaming, y'all. Fucking monster. Alex, sorry, you sorry. and I have been gaming together for how many years, and I never tire of breaking you. Ever. 